Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational, educational, and entertaining podcast for auto detailers. Welcome to the community. Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. You already opened yours. I already opened my beer. Hi, this is Marshall. That is Mr. Patterson sneaking in, ready to go. Cheers, man. Hey. What is that shirt? Were you Looky ready to there. go? Detailer. Detailer. 2020. 2020. This is the old me. This is the That's old me. That's a cool me. shirt, though. It's not a bad shirt at all. <laughs> uh, Anthony Brown, the detailer, put it together. I like the fit of his shirt, so I've got quite a few. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we've got a very special guest to uh, talk to us today about Christmas ales. And so we are going to be uh, enjoying the Abita Christmas ale. What's that? Uh, Abita makes quite a few. What's the other We like they them. Make? Yeah. yeah. Uh, they have that alligator. That's how I always remember them. There was uh, a purple one, too, wasn't there? Pur- some oh, Purple haze, I think. Something like that. I, I don't... think purple haze. There's some other purple haze that it's pretty good, too. Do you drink it or do you? <laughs> what percent is this? I'm not sure. Yeah. I haven't looked. Uh, first swigs, though? First swigs? Let me, uh, one second. <clears throat> it's, it's good. It's very good. Um, I, I can't describe the flavor, It's got though. the ale taste, for sure. <laughs> Do you taste Christmas? I don't taste Christmas. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, if I Ooh. were Christmas, I would not want to. Actually, it tastes like my 2020 Christmas. Why? Not that great, you know? Oh, it says it's a special dark <laughs> ale. <laughs> Is it a dark ale? That's what it says. It didn't taste like a dark ale to me. It doesn't say dark ale anywhere on the front. All right, Jenna. We are curious. What is your favorite beer of all time? Um, well, I haven't drinking beer in years. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I really wasn't a big fan mountains. of beer even when I drank it. But don't, I do like Yingling. Okay, Yingling. Yingling. We'll do Yingling. That was one that I did I was hoping I had another teammate. Why? Some people people like to go to the mountains. Other people don't. I would assume your second favorite would be Coors Light, though, if you were to have a choice about it. Yeah, look at that face. That face was like, "Uh uh-uh. It's all good. Nicely done. I try to recruit as much as I possibly can. Jenna is on the good side. That's okay. I don't know if that would be the good or bad side over there, but that's okay. The good quality tasting beer side. Is that what you guys? Is that, <laughs> is that your guys' team name? That is. Hey, that's cool. Yeah. That's we just cool. started it. Go team. <laughs> good, good job, guys. Yes. Jenna, thank you so much for coming on, and thank you even more for saying it was Yingling and not Coors Light. Very, very much. How much are you paying her? Sending her how much free product are you sending for that plug? Huh? Of, Coors Light, of Yingling? really? No, of anything denial. Oh, anything, she called it, out Coors Light even. What she said? Say? Really? Coors Light? Yeah, we'll talk about that eventually. <laughs> I respect it. I we'll respect talk about that eventually. <laughs> Jenna, tell us uh, tell us who you are, where you're from. Um, so I'm my name's Jenna. I own Rosie's Detail House and I'm from Connecticut. And uh, what's the temperature like up there? It's a little bit everywhere right now. Um, it'll get close to 50. It'll go back down to the 20s really fast really fast um uh, sometimes it's like close to 40s during the day and then really really cold at night <laughs> yeah it wouldn't n- no fun 
Sounds about like here, though, right? Not Getting right now. Really, really fast. Not to twenty. <laughs> oh, you're right. It's definitely been, been a while 20. since it's yeah. been twenty. Yeah, 20's cool. I mean, twenty. 20 is, it's twenty's rough. Yeah, we've experienced. 20 yeah, many that's times. when we had the uh, the the water break here. Yeah, it was like a whole week of twenty. So yeah, I mean, we've had it, but it. Uh, yeah, it's it's yeah, rough. We, we brought in the new year with the flood in the office. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. A couple years ago. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. awesome. It was not really? fun. Uh, have you had water breaks before? No. No. Yeah, it was our first. Nope. It was yeah. our first. Hopefully our, our only. Hopefully the only one. Yeah. All right, so you mentioned a detail shop. Uh, before we get into that, we want to find out who you are, though. All right, where'd you grow up? What all did you get into as a kid? Who were you? I mean, I don't... Um, I grew up in Connecticut. I've always lived in Connecticut my whole life. I mean, I've never left this, I've left the state, but I've never moved anywhere else. I moved, um, I lived, I grew up in a really small town in Ellington. I graduated with maybe 80 people, but just a really small town. Um, I went out to bigger cities, if you could call that in Connecticut. What was, what was, yeah. What's small town Connecticut like as a high schooler? Oh God. So boring. Did everybody know everyone from any highway? Um, just a lot of farms and like long roads and what'd you um, do what was that what'd you do for fun party <laughs> there's not much else, there's not much else to do out here i know out but here, like, I explain the party was it like bonfires for here, yeah for here it's like friends, back of a pickup truck bonfires like, yeah, like, things like that yeah what's connecticut exactly, like yeah connecticut's the same way no, Connecticut has some really awesome like places to visit, I guess. I mean, you know, you have really good malls. You have really big cities. Like there's, you know, there's some really nice towns here, but. There's not enough homeless. Really that what she just said? Yeah, she just I mean, pretty much said so that. I'm pretty much, yeah. Has she even ever been to Oklahoma? Why she think Connecticut we could just go there? In Oklahoma, you've never been to Oklahoma. I know, right? She said they have good places and good towns. Right. Like we don't. Correct. That's what yeah. I thought. <laughs> I caught that same. Everyone thinks Oklahoma is just. Some, well, it is. You're right, but, but I mean, they don't have to rub it in our face. But they don't have to rub it in our the, face, yeah. right? Like, yeah, you know, I'm sure there's a lot to do down there. She's like, oh. we, she's like, we have malls. I'm like, we, we have. What malls. is that? We, we have a mall. <laughs> our mall is out of business almost. We have have you been by lately? No, is it bad? Oh, it's yeah. The whole area is vacant. Woodland. Yeah, Woodland's really? rough. There's restaurants all around that area that are out of business. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 been interesting. It'll be interesting to see everything over the next few months too. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you you partied. What was uh what was a typical uh, party like for you? Bonfire. That's pretty much it. Like like you guys were just saying, like bonfires, like in the middle of the woods or in a field. So like, this is a stupid question. Do you guys have lakes nearby? Know. Do we have what? Lakes. Are there like lakes nearby? Like water? I'm not familiar um, yeah. with Connecticut. Yeah, there's map. a lot of there's a lot of places. There's a lot of places to hike. It's gotcha. like you know, there's beautiful places to go. So Connecticut's way up northeast. Like I know that, but is uh, is there lakes near? I don't have my phone on me, but yeah, uh, that's cool. I'm the sure closest the lake is... to me right now is Crystal Lake, and it's it's not very big. It's it's not very big. They actually call it a beach, hmm. but it's very oh. tiny. It's like if you went to a bigger beach and there's a private beach next to it. Crystal Lake is like that private beach. <laughs> it's just really small. It's probably the same size as Grand Lake. Not big. Probably. Yeah, for us, we're <laughs> yeah. like, oh, it's the biggest one around. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah, it's just that little one yeah, over there. Yeah, right, yeah. All right, so what made you get into detailing? Um, Actually, I got into it a few years ago 
with um, an ex of mine. We started detailing together. We got into um, pain correction, all that stuff. So he just came up one day and was like, hey, Hey, let's go clean some cars together. Yeah, we're going to go clean cars. Let's do paint correction. Yeah. (laughs) That's really what he said? Yeah. Nice pickup line there, dude. So were you guys already together? together for a while um i was i actually did beer promotions <laughs> oh, <laughs> before cool. i did that i did beer promotions um she just said she's gonna like record one of our stuff. uh segments or one of our uh uh commercials now she did beer segments she just we just volunteered her that okay yeah <laughs> we're not yeah no we'll do it sweet uh and so he you guys open up a shop or mobile or what'd you open um, started mobile, went into a shop and, um, I, you know, just out of leaving each other, I just decided I still really liked it. And I, you know, I really, I just, we just developed crafts for it in our own ways and did our own things. And I still really love doing it. You know, it's really satisfying. A lot of fun. Yeah. All right. So how long were you mobile before you guys went into the shop? Probably about two years. So what's, what's mobile like in Connecticut? Um, you know, it's tricky. The weather is, it just totally depends on the weather because it just changes so last minute, you know, like you could have something in two days and it says snow, but it might not really snow. It might just miss us. So things are very last minute. Um, you have to be ready to go or you have to be ready to reschedule at a certain time. Um, sometimes you're working in a driveway where there's snow still. It's just, you know, it gets tricky. How crazy would that be? I've done it. (laughs) Yeah. You got to do what you got to do though, right? Uh, what's your winter like? How long? So right now it's still pretty good. Like I said, like it was like 36, 37 today. That's not that bad. So, um, you could, we you could, today, you but... could work out at 36. Mo- yeah. You do mobile at 36 degrees. Yep. It depends on what they're getting. I wouldn't. Yeah. Yes, it depends. I mean, I remember, in 36 degrees. <laughs> I remember, yeah, like at 35, 36, sometimes if you're spraying down a car and if there's a wind, that's going to freeze. Totally so depends. sometimes it be... was for us, it was 40, almost a, a, a cutoff right. of when it hit 40 degrees. We just, it like, depends if it's a still, there's no wind, no, like no wind at all at 32. You're fine. But yeah, once that wind picks up, at, Ooh, 32 gonna, is, even, 32 is a tough one too. 32 is tough. I've never yeah. got, usually it's if it goes sh- below 35, I'm not really, I'm not yeah. it. you know, I'm just, and there's, there's always talking to the customers about what the chances are. You know, you give them the option to reschedule. Um, there's a chance that the product might not act as well. You know, there's a chance for this. It depends on how, how much they need it as well. Like sometimes something happened on the inside of the car, you know, they just really need it done. You're willing to take the trip. So it just depends on what's going on. But I, I usually do communicate with my customers about what happens when it gets too cold or the wind starts kicking in. So do you, you know? uh, so do you ask that stuff? So in our company, we do that too. We ask lots of questions up front. Mm-hmm. Do you ask those questions initially that way when it comes time to the scenario comes up, they already know, you already know their preference. So, you know, to reschedule them or because it gets kind of hectic if you don't know those things about them at all. Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because then you're just, you're working off of what ifs, you know, you obviously have a little bit more. Yeah. What questions do you ask? So we ask specific questions or you can, you want to list off yours? No, go ahead. Um, So we ask specific questions like, um, so we're in Oklahoma too. So in Oklahoma is kind of similar to what you're talking about. We have a lot of sporadic weather. Like my biggest mm-hmm. enemy beso- or my biggest like 
headache besides team members sometimes could be the weather, just dealing with the weather and, and scheduling and things like that. So I'm with you too. We have to work on the fly quite a bit. And we've learned to ask questions up front to kind of eliminate problems, you know, the day of an appointment. So we'll ask questions like, do you guys have cover parking or a garage we can, we can work in? Yeah. If so, or is, yep. there, is there workable space, you know? Um, in the event that it rains on your appointment or snows or sleets or whatever, do you want us to, re so we assume you're going to reschedule or are you going to want to keep the appointment? And they may, like you said, they might just want an interior. That's a really great question. Yeah. You might, yeah. like, like mm -hmm. you said, they might just want an interior detail. So, you know, it doesn't matter if it's raining or not. It, and they have a garage to work in. You can already go there. So that helps you when that day comes, when people get rained out, you can go to their appointment and see, okay, I'm not calling them. I'm just going to go ahead and reschedule them. I'm going to call them because exactly. you know everything to do. And it makes it so much easier to ma manage, especially when you have mo multiple mobile teams out doing things. Exactly. It makes it yep. so much easier to manage. So and there's more questions that you ask too. It, it gets more in depth in the customer experience, but those weather related questions can save you a ton of headache. Yeah. Tons Great of job. headache. Like you said, like all, you know, it's the weather is bad. It's really bad. You wake up, you don't have to guess. Like, you don't what have am to I going to say to them? Do I have Absolutely. to, what are they thinking? What are they doing? You're just like, yeah. they need it. So because let's it's go, like, you know? I think I learned <laughs> psychology through scheduling uh, headaches. I really, you know, yeah. I've, I've learned about people. So now it's like, we just, you ask the questions, you just, we wake up, you know, okay, it's raining today. You know exactly who's going to do what. And it's just, it makes everything much more. Then you can build a plan B and C. In the event this person cancels, you can put this person there and you can play Tetris with your schedule and you can still somehow make a full day of revenue if you know those things up front. Otherwise, you're spending two, three hours in the morning trying to figure shit out. Oh, yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. I remember always questioning, you know, right? like, yeah, and we would wait. I would literally be waiting for the temperature to rise. A lot of the days that, you know, it just would only have two or three hours that we could actually work. And mm -hmm. so I'd have to wait yeah. for those temperatures to get up. And then I'm wondering okay, if I show up at this office complex, who's going to really want it? You know, mm -hmm. we, we would never know. But if you're right, like, you know, if you already asked that question and have it put yeah. in, who's going to cancel and who's not, it gives them an out, mm -hmm. you know, or, you know, you kind of know, do you have anybody that ever says yes and, it, and then yeah. doesn't? Or no? Yeah, I mean, and then you start to learn. Mm -hmm. So we, we built our company off of a uh, membership-based detailing. So a lot of weekly, every two weeks, once a month. So we began to know their preferences, you know, and things like that. So you begin to learn what their preferences are and you can automatically assume if it's raining, you don't have to even contact them. They just know I'll see them in two weeks again. And it just makes it so yeah. so much more seamless that way. The new clients are the ones you have to really go in depth with questions about because, you know, you want to know, am I going to send my, have my guys show up at 630 in the morning and then that guy's going to cancel. But I already know they're going to cancel because, you know, when I schedule the appointment, I've already asked the questions that way. So, Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. so scheduling right scheduling takes a long time up front to actually get that from the phone call to, to the, to hindering enter in square appointments to book the appointment and they get the notifications. Like that's a lot of time. If you, if you're asking oh, the yeah. right questions, but that time you're spent with those customers on the phone, it's going to save you a ton of headache and lost labor hours. Cause guys aren't just sitting in front of their house. Like we don't know if they're going to be here or not. We All the notes are there. All the communication's done. They just have to go. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Definitely. Definitely. Jenna, okay, so when did you start uh, Roxy's? Roxy's. No, I said Rosie's. God damn it. R-O. R-O. Let me get you another beer, Marie. <laughs> I know. I need another right, beer. One second. Rosie's. When did you start Rosie's? <laughs> um, actually, it started a little bit earlier this year. I had left. Um, I had slipped from the other company, and I started earlier this year. Cool. Uh, right yeah. before Corona or what was that? Was it right before Corona? 
Was it right? Uh, right before Corona. Oh, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. So the other one, I mean, we were still working through right when COVID started. You know, we were yeah. still open um, at the shop. So, um, yeah, this one just, it kind of seamlessly went into this. It's n- honestly, nothing has changed from like the other company. It's just been, this is busy, fast paced. It's just back to mobile, you know? Nice. Jenna, so we we actually kind of just finished up a a, a discussion that if you don't mind if me asking you a couple questions, it was kind of off yeah. off topic. Uh, but we, we just kind of finishing up a family type discussion of being in a relationship, you know, and being in business, how that affects different parts. And like, we've, we've had some really good discussions with different people. Uh, recommendations for you. I mean, any, any feedback from you of how did that go of being, you know, in a relationship and in business with somebody? Um, you know, I think that with the right person, it could be a lot of fun and it could be really rewarding. And if you have the same goals in mind and you have the same drive and the same energy, you're going to do it together and it's going to be a blast. You know, I think with the right person, it could be a, a killer time. You know, sometimes you're just like on top of the world and just on each other's level and so, so much fun. You know, you, you just really get a new love for a person by seeing how hard they work and work hard with them. Um, seeing them all the time and going through, you know, business financial problems and then personal problems financially, any other way, it gets really tough. You have to remember it's business, you know, it is business. Like we got to save us for later or sometimes, you know, take a break from business and make sure you're still always, you know, giving care and love to that personal side of you guys, because a lot of times you'll get lost in business and just like we do every day anyways, um, doing it with somebody who is at that same level. I completely it's, forgot it's to hit tough. that earlier. Yeah. Uh, I would. I mean, we've we've had guests from you know done successfully. DJ is active with his spouse and their business. We've had guests that uh, support it. We've had guests that don't support it. Um, mm-hmm. It's 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 everybody makes their own decisions. Everybody gets you know some some work out, some don't. Uh, we've just always yeah. we've enjoyed just putting out information. So thanks for letting me ask you that question. You know I don't know how yeah. how easy it was or not, but uh, when when you well, decided to to leave and you just immediately wanted to go ahead and start your own. Um, you know, um, yeah, our our ending was a little bit trickier than most, and um, it was something that had to be done really quickly. So upon leaving very quickly, um, something quick had to happen, mm-hmm. you know? So it was, this is what's doing it right now. You know, I, I loved it anyways. You know, I absolutely loved it. It was, it was a tough one. It was really tough, but um, yeah, you know, it comes, it's just running that one. It's the same thing as running, you know, this one, it's the same thing. It's the same thing at the end of the day, you know, I am missing a partner doing it with, but I got my girls. I got a crew doing it with me, you know, and we're killing it. They're doing amazing. That's it's, awesome. It's pretty great. So how many how many crew members do you have? I have actually a list about 10 girls right now that I go through, but I have two in particular who I hire full time and they're amazing. They're wonderful. That's they, awesome. they do great. Oh. So you have eight other that can kind of fill in the gaps whenever needed. 
Mm-hmm. That's pretty yep. awesome. That's a so big, that's a big list like on of on a call basis for a yeah. group of girls that have other things going on. Like if I need somebody fast, if you can juggle you know, that, that's um, that's incredible too. Having those, what I've learned later in years is having those people like like the the part time people that only need, you know, 10, 20 hours a week. It's so much easier to make because them. you load up love one them. day of the week and you're like, <laughs> yeah, it's great. It really is having that flexibility that those floater type people that can fill in the gaps there, and not mm-hmm. have the not have the um anxiety of like i've got to give them 40 hours a week like that that's gone they just they just want to work one two days a week and you can mm-hmm. make a lot of money and it's cool because they're not fatigued they're not exactly burnout. they're so fresh it's always they yes perform so great <laughs> yes i love it yeah do you think going into winter that would really help uh, a detailer to be able to have m- multiple part-timers instead of one to two full-timers do you guys recommend that or you recommend still full-timers what do y'all think I mean, you got eight part timers, so I mean, yeah, your answer might already be laid out, I guess. The, you know that the part timer is gonna show up and put work in. I have never hired somebody in the winter who comes in lazy because they know what they're getting to. They know it's gonna be cold. You know, I tell them straight up, it's gonna be cold. And you're gonna have to work. Like you're gonna warm up by literally working harder and harder. You know, and so if they're taking on that shift in that degree of weather or for know. that type of thing, you know that they're gonna do pretty well. It's the, I think if they know that they won't be able to do, I mean, it's also a respect factor. Like my girls respect me. They wouldn't come in, do not like a bad job. I think that part-time or full-time, they wouldn't, you know, they'd always be honest with me. I don't think, I think the weather kind of, I don't know, there's an okay factor in it. So what's your mobile setup like? Vans, trucks, what do you do? I got a Jeep, Cherokee. I do it in that right now. A lot of fun. I was thinking, you know, I, I like the van idea, but I don't like the van idea. I'm, I, I think some people have some really cool setups, oh, I gotta yeah. say, but I don't know. I don't know. So I, guess you... we'll I like, I like, I've seen a lot of different things. I'm getting a lot of cool ideas, actually. I've always been just like in a Jeep or like an SUV, but like, I've been thinking some like really Jeeps. cool setups online lately. Marty, Marty likes to go on topless quite a bit. Yeah. Jeeps are good. Uh, yeah. You don't drive a Jeep in the winter though, do you? Uh, I did when the girls were here. Oh, did you? Yeah. Did they make you pull it out of the garage? You know, I mean, truck isn't exactly the most pretty thing to look at, you know. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so I still ride around in a, a 2011? No, T- no, that's an 8. It's a yeah. 2008 Titan. Uh, it's what I did a lot of our chemical deliveries with. And then I bought a Nissan NV, but then I got rid of that. And so I still got the, the Titan. I've been rolling. I, that's my winter car. Yeah. It's my winter car. The Jeep just gets no love in the <laughs> yeah, winter, huh? No. So are you so being in a Jeep are you waterless or do you do you use the customer's water or how do you do the washing process It depends on also on the weather you know or on the car honestly some I like to uh, right now steam washing a lot of cars Oh cool um, waterless is a really good option when it's winter Steam washing Sometimes you oh, cannot Oh steam washing I thought she yeah. said speed washing Well I mean I'm sure there's speed in her washing process but she said steam. Yeah, that's cool. You, what steamer speed do you washing. use? Speed washing. Ooh. <laughs> you said speed washing? Yeah. yeah speed he washing. thought you said speed washing. <laughs> so steam washing. So how, how do you do steam washing? Um, I mean, you have a steamer. I use an exterior towel. What? <laughs> I was waving at my boys. Derek and Nick hopped on. Oh, cool. <laughs> Um, steam washing. So you just take the steamer, go around the car. It's actually really cool because it takes off salt really well and really safely. Um, it makes the contaminants a little less sticky on the paint, you know. So 
You steam wash, I just use an exterior towel. I mean, if the car has previously been ceramic coated, that makes it a yep. hundred times easier. Um, if it hasn't, it really depends on the tr like car or truck. Sometimes you cannot avoid having to take water to a car. Sometimes you really just have to. And a lot of customers up here actually have heated um, faucets, so that really helps. Hmm. But so what do you do? You go connect to their water and use a power, like a, a mobile power, power washer. Or a small, like a little Ryobi, yeah. like electric. you use electric or gas? Electric. Yeah. Gas. I've used gas ones. Um, they're heavy. <laughs> they're heavy, but they're worth it. <laughs> but I was thinking, yeah, I mean, if you're out of a, a Jeep, Jeep, yeah, you're, you're going to use electric, yeah, a little electric. Like you have back in the, uh, yeah. 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 little Ryobi. I like that little guy. You like little yeah. guys? Yeah. See, Derek yeah, does too. Exactly. He gives Derek, it a thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with little guys. Uh, so, Jenna, if you're going to give a recommendation, because, I mean, you, uh, by no doubt, a badass business operator detailer. I mean, I that's pretty cool. I didn't know you did all that. And then, then you know, now you, you, you jumped out and you got your own crew and you're, you're running your own business. That's really cool. Uh, Thank you. How do you how do you suggest detailers handle the winter? I mean, what's. What's your tips for surviving? Oh, first of all, keep a really good sense of humor because some days it's just humorous what you're put into. And like who you're like thinking like who would be out in this degree right now doing what I'm doing? You got to have a good sense of humor and like you got to stay really positive. And that's like the most important thing. As long as your attitude is there and, you know, it's going to trump everything, you know, work, you got to work hard, keep the same go getter attitude, do your thing. Um, and be ready to work on your toes because sometimes some products won't work and you got to figure out another solution. You know, if you got to really figure out some things last minute, but that just makes you kind of a better detailer. You know, you'll, you have way more under your belt because you've been through way other like trenches, you know, it's, it's a learning experience. So then you, you hire a specific type of person because it takes a specific type of culture to be able to do that. Like, especially mm -hmm. with, you know, it's you and two other people full time and then you have other ones as well for, for the, when the workload is there. But like training people to be able to think, because a lot of people can get kind of pissed off with that. It's like a lot of like inconsistencies with the schedule and things like that. So when you're hiring mm -hmm. your, your people, is that something you look for is like their ability to adapt to changes quite frequently because that's something we put in our like whole hiring process is this 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 is how it is it's not a structured you walk in here you're going to know what's going to happen you've got to be able to take some blows and figure stuff out like you've mm -hmm. got to be able to think on your feet so is that something you, you can't look be for afraid in someone of changes do you train you that into them you gotta or? really be ready for them yeah <laughs> and embrace them that's, that's a great question how do you, i mean is that a trainable yeah, do you, do you, thing how, how or you, is that how, how do you how do you find that, that? because that's something that you 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 probably started the culture of your company based on how you want to do things and you're kind of so do you how do you pass that along to your to your girls it's not you know they're either gonna go with it or they're not right i've had some girls who are they're good the first couple of times third time's not so funny to them anymore <laughs> you know they're they're over they lose it, their done. sense of humor and then i have some girls that are just they want more they want to keep going so you just gotta you know understand that it does suck sometimes you know and and i get where they're coming from it's it's no hard feelings like i want them to be honest with me and i want them to just give it their all if they, if they think they can do it they want to go have some fun with me out in the car in some 36 degree weather let's go do it you know we're gonna we're gonna kill it it's gonna have we're gonna have a great time it's just keeping that positive attitude maintained and setting the lead there 
if they see me falling and they see I'm upset about the weather, oh, yeah. they're going to be 10 Game times over, upset. Yeah. You know, but they see me keep going <laughs> yeah. and I'm going and I'm positive. I'm laughing. We're having a good, good time. Sometimes we get into it. That's good. Cool. Thank you. Jenna, the other big question we really want to know is what do you think of Nick's mom? Yeah. Nick's mom. Yeah, Nick's mom. <laughs> yeah, mom is about there. Yo, mom, what up? Let's say what's up. What what's Nick cooking tonight? Hey, Nick's mom. I'm doing. Uh, I was, I was I asking doing, your mom. I'm doing uh, chicken. I'm gonna cook in the skillet with uh, gluten free penne pasta and a rosé sauce. Hell yeah, dude! Oh sweet, free mm. is my jam. We'll get over to the community pub in a second. I just saw your mom make a cameo, so I had to I had to say hi. Yep. <laughs> Jesus, <this guy. sighs> uh, Jenna, when when you think of going into the winter. Is there things that you plan on that you would recommend detailers start to, you know, make sure that they, you know, plan for? I think that, um, I think that the biggest thing is going to be scheduling, just getting a good plan for your scheduling down. Like he, you know, he said exactly, exactly what you need to do. You need to have a good rapport with your customer have that communication open and it will save you so much stress and time. You know, when it comes to the cars, the cars are always going to be, that is just the customers is one thing you can control. When you get to the car, you can't control what's going on in it. Sometimes you can't control the products not working. You can't control the weather, but the customer and how it's done and the seamlessness of the, you know, appointment is so in your hands. And if you just take control of that and you do a good job, the winter will go by faster than you think. And it'll be spring before you know it because it's Connecticut and it could come early and you know day by day huh one one step at a time time. one step at a time (laughs) mr patterson what about you how do you recommend detailers plan for the winter uh i mean you you gotta know i mean winter time is gonna you really have to know your patterns i mean everyone's winter is different everyone has different stories of the winter time so i mean especially if you're year in two three four and five i mean you kind of understand what it's going to take to to weather the storm essentially so just really pay attention to your winter take notes that way next year you can say okay you know this specific time when this client had this you know it it didn't go well how can i make that better you know that that's how i learned how to develop my systems in regards to these questions you know my i don't just answer the phone and say okay i'll schedule you at two o'clock on on thursday the phone call takes you know a good it could take five to ten minutes sometimes it really depends on how thorough of that of that of that customer is so you know really it's just you know like i said before it's just really communicating with the client because in the winter time when it's for the for people that are in the on in the mobile business in the winter time your revenue can get sliced really quickly so you have to be on your toes you really can't let things mm-hmm. slide at all in the summertime if you miss a phone call you miss an email you do this you it's okay because money's just flowing in all the time but in the winter time yeah every phone call like you have to maximize every opportunity so you really want to think about and you said it earlier in the podcast of figuring shit out like this product doesn't work if one of my team members calls me and says man it's just not working man i just don't know have you tried anything at all like because you know that's that's revenue that's coming in. It's and there's not a lot of it coming in with with some companies in the winter time. So, just really being on your toes, maximizing everything, having open communication, just really being at your you know operating at an at a, at a ten at all times. You don't have room to really slack in the winter if you're in a place where it slows down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. That's cool. Uh, uh, for me, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go twofold. I'm gonna go a little bit on the safe side, but I've always been big on the multi revenue streams. So 
there's no doubt that you can take any lesson from agriculture or, you know, especially here in Oklahoma from farmers. I mean, there's, mm-hmm. there's times you make hay, there's times you sit back. I mean, there's, there's a season to everything. So I think a, one key point for me was learning a hard lesson of seasons and knowing just planning and prepping financially for a slow season. You know, those first, that first winter was a hard a hard lesson to learn in two to three years into it, it was still a hard lesson. Like, you know, it, yeah. there was, t- I mean, no doubt, like really wondering <laughs> and uh, would sneak by. So, you know, being able to learn that lesson later in life and be able to set back during the times that you make hay so that the winter times, maybe you just got a little bit back in, in a bank account so that, you know, you're just not going to have yeah. the regular income that, to me is a very uh i think just a a good <laughs> a good thing to learn learn if anybody that deals with winter we've joked though of plenty of people in california or you know different places that they don't don't ever have to plan for that for for everybody else i mean i would think a, a putting back a little bit would be a good thing that the other part for me is definitely the revenue streams i mean i I quickly got out and started cleaning concrete at night. Um, I, you know, I bought a, a heated power washer that would help during mm-hmm. the day, but it was mostly because I just knew that there's no way I was going to survive if I only was going to be able to do detailing. And I didn't want to get a yeah. second. I didn't want to get a job. So to me, my job was then to go find a, another revenue stream. And so I would work at nights cleaning concrete for restaurants or banks or, or whatever. And, I, I didn't know what I was doing. I had to figure it out. Just talk to people, bought what I needed, and tried to hustle up and get accounts and walk into restaurants, walk into banks, you know, anything I could do to get a, a second alternative revenue stream because I just didn't think I could survive just detailing. So for yeah. me, yeah, that, that those would be my suggestions, definitely. Uh, Jenna, we are going to hop over. It's we have what's called the community pub. And so different detailers will get on. Uh, we'll come and go. We'd love for you to hang out and uh, yeah. stay on. Uh, whenever you, you've had enough, feel free to uh, to wave and say goodbye. But before we hop over to the community pub, where do people find you on social? Uh, Rosie's Detail House. You can find me on Facebook, my website. Uh, not Instagram yet, but those two places oh, you can find me. Oh, no Instagram. Not yet. Come on. Not yet. You got a lot of catching up to do. You got to download Instagram now. You got to download TikTok now. We got some work to do. (laughs) Episode over. Leave us a review and we will see you on the Community Pub Wednesday nights at 730 Central. The Zoom meeting ID is 918-800-1188. That's the Community Pub Wednesday nights, 730 Central. The Zoom meeting ID is 918-800-1188. Grab a pint and enjoy. Mm -hmm. Thank you.